It's Monday. It's morning. And Lord have mercy. It's macabre. I'm trying to incorporate more 90s sitcom uh, catchphrases into our intro. <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> there we go, Scones. Scones, you get it. Uh, here it goes. So, welcome I, to Monday Morning Is Macabre. there like a <laughs> phrase from like Frasier? Or are they just like British guys, Frasier? like fancy people yelling at each other in an apartment? Yeah, I don't know if they... Was there ever a scene not in their high-rise apartment? I've like se- I've never seen a full episode of Frasier, but every time I've seen it, they're just like in a high rise apartment talking about stuff. I think the whole show know. is just a little too high minded to have like those catchphrases that the, the crowd went nuts yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Same you, thing were with they the live studio audience. Oh, I don't know. I think that's the question. I would guess. So. Well, Cheers was, and it's a spinoff of Cheers, so I would think. Oh. But maybe again for the, it's a very different show than Cheers. That's true. Well. Guys, welcome on Morning Macabre. Da, We're getting da, da. into it straight straight away. This is the show where yeah. we talk about spooky stuff, obviously, and nothing else. Happy second day of Hanukkah um, for anyone who celebrates. Happy day two. That's the big day. Scones. Yo. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Yep. I made you out of what? A. Okay, Ooh. the lights come down. It's like, ba ba ba. A. Mud. B. Porcelain. C. Abercrombie and Fitch wear that I stitched together. Or D, clay. I'd like to use a lifeline. I'm going to call a yep. rabbi. Is that <laughs> cheating? Okay, that's one of, no, that's one of the three lifelines. Is it's it's Ask the audience, phone a friend, and then ask the nearest rabbi. <laughs> the uh, nearest so, to the studio or like? Nearest to our current geographical location, <laughs> our GPS. Could be the janitor. Our studio has interns out running around <laughs> looking for rabbis. <laughs> like, are you? A, I need a rabbi. <laughs> Something that's never been yelled. Like, <laughs> is there a rabbi in the house? It's in, that's definitely been yelled. I feel like there's been Probably. a bit where someone wanted to. I was eat gonna say that sounds a like a type bad, of like, like joke and like a. <laughs> yeah, the setup would be like this. Would be like in the '80s, and it would be mildly offensive. And the setup would be like they need him to to make something kosher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, write it. Let's write it down. <laughs> yeah, it writes itself. <laughs> it writes itself, baby. Uh, scones. We were talking so, about the pod, and I, I said, "Hold this. This is good pod tent." It's so not. You but, were, uh... <laughs> but but it'll listen. All roads lead to fun times. So as a, a spry young, uh, uh, looking at my thirties. Year old, a sprung, a, spr- a sprung near thirty. Year <laughs> As old. a sprung near thirty, yeah, we're almost dead. Continue. Uh, I, I figured it's about time I start looking at buying <laughs> my own property. Scones is like I googled Nasdaq. I, I was like, give now. me home, Nasdaq. <laughs> Dear Nasdaq. Dear Nasdaq. <laughs> Here is my grocery receipt. Please let me know. Give me a home. Fans. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's fucked up. Nasdaq never answers their fans. Yeah, shout out to to uh, S and P. Damn me to drive, <laughs> dude. S and P, S and P, probably the greatest rap duo of all time. Yeah, would you rather Honestly, go to a Nasdaq concert or an S and P concert? <laughs> a Nasdaq race or an <laughs> or an S and P concert? Um, that's a good question. Um. Stinks and poops, five hundred. That's what I. That's what I say. Invest. That's what I write. Take all I my write money. that on the bathroom wall because I'm a real bad kid. Dirt drives down to those fancy Wall Street uh, 
coffee shops and goes in the bathroom and <laughs> writes yeah, political I'm in a, art. <laughs> I've had a giant clown outfit with huge floppy shoes. Darce is the American. I cry. <laughs> Darce is the American Banksy. I'm the American Banksy. Oh wait, is he American? He. I thought he is was American. <laughs> oh, he is. <laughs> no, Why he did just I think he was European. <laughs> No, actually, I honestly don't know. He might be fr- in my head. He's French, but yeah, Banks. He's just <laughs> him and Daft Punk are hanging out in their secret French society. England-based street artist. There uh, we go. We figured it out. Figured it out. Uh, so you you wanted to learn how to buy a home? Yeah, and that's what this podcast is about, right? That's why I'm coming. <laughs> on. Yeah, yeah. This is Monday Morg- Monday Mortgage Macau. Yeah, long time co-host, uh, first time guest. <laughs> I want to know <laughs> what on, I need to buy a us. house. Cause Nasdaq ain't ain't Darcy. You've bought in homes. I've bought in multiple dude. I've bought in multiple homes, baby. Darcy's a bit of a mogul. I'm listen. I'm a bit of a tycoon. Okay, I uh, I own two homes. One is a forty million dollar mansion. Yes. The other one is a fourteen dollar mini mansion. Okay, so I'm closer to the second one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got listen. I got. I play both sides. I know everything there is to know about nothing, and everything there is to know about everything, baby. It's like Elon Musk when he's like, "Oh, I uh, I live in a house that costs fifty four k," and people are yeah, like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's a three bed." And I'm like, "Okay, it's it's <laughs> is it fifty four k or and also, do you know like, the right, like people and you got like, it for fifty four k?" Put out a poll. Ha ha. Should I buy a house for fifty four k? Ha ha ha. Anyway, South Africa. Um, he comes up in like every episode somehow. The guy is, uh, if you're not in America, the dude is ubiquitous. Like you cannot go a day in the American mm. media or like social media or yeah. news cycle without him popping up at least once. Like in the past, for real, two years now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, he's always either like so naming kids, like. Upside down yeah. calculator jokes or like it's <laughs> the <See>, I eighty <laughs> four. Um so you're looking to buy a house. Yes. And that's is that I mean, is that the long and short of it? I mean, I'm in my, my first time home buyers course. I'm gonna do a first Skull, time homebuyer. You said this program. was gonna be really great. Yeah, story. I said, listen, what's more you macabre said. than trying to buy a home? Than the current housing market. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Um and just the what? harsh reality of my parents got to do everything 10 years before I did. Interest <laughs> rates are hitting all-time highs, baby. My uh, parents were like a sock salesman and like yeah, a right? pencil <laughs> repair person. And they were like, yeah, we got a $300,000 home. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could, you could afford that. Easy. 14 kids. No problem. <laughs> um, we're at seven minutes, Scones. No. Hey. Oh, my God. We're, we're leading up. Next week, get ready. Crimbo episode. Christmas special. Get ready for that Christmas crimbo. Ready for that Christmas crimbo. Christmas crimbo. All right, the crimbo boys are going to be back in town. Uh, really excited to see them. We like come once a year. Maybe maybe Saintly Clothes will come. Ooh. Yeah, the big man. The man upstairs. Red as a lobster, he is. Red as a lobster and jolly as a good Friday night. Red as a lobster and twice as ugly. <laughs> that could be your catchphrase. <laughs> Such a specific use case. <laughs> yep. They're like, hey, Scones, can you go to the supermarket every episode? The writer's so room is chance. bending over backwards to fit this in. <laughs> like, 
like, ah, oh, fuck. Uh, does he go? I guess he goes back to Red Lobster again. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm out of ideas. It's uh, uh, Santa Claus at Red Lobster again. <laughs> it's, he loves eating there. <laughs> the show sucks. <laughs> All right. So today, Scones, yeah. I'm bringing that. Hey. Yes. Um, I'm bringing the scary story. Yeah, bring it on to. Bring it, bring it, bring it or honor. Bring it to the man. Yeah, Tokyo uh, brought. Tokyo, man, Tokyo, bring it. Uh, bring it to Tokyo and be polite. So today we're talking about the disturbing case of Dennis DePew. Ooh. And the, wait, it gets better. Oh, jeez. And the murder that inspired the opening of Jeepers Creepers. <gasps> Jeepers Creepers. Creepers. Let Where'd you get that lobster? It's as red as the Santa or whatever. Just as red and twice as ugly. Twice as ugly. Darius, put in the Jeepers put creepers. in the laugh track. <laughs> All right, slick your lobsters back and let your Santas fly. Scotty, yeah. On Easter Sunday. Ooh, wrong holiday. April, yeah, April fifteenth, nineteen ninety. Ray and Marie Thornton were on a traditional weekend drive along Snow Prairie Road. Probably looking for Girl. eggs. <laughs> they're like, they said it was in the backyard, but they're tricksters. <laughs> I know it's. Probably, there could be eggs anywhere. <laughs> I love, I love the little chocolate ones with the shells. Um. <laughs> You have a peep, Joes? A rural highway 12 miles outside of Coldwater, Michigan. In their rearview mirror, a Chevrolet van suddenly appeared, driving aggressively before overtaking them. The couple had been playing a game of making slogans from the license plates of passing cars. That's a great game. fucking awesome. Yeah, I know. what? This couple's uh, sick. So, yeah, so when the van sped past, Mary saw the plate beginning GZ and remarked, Geez, he's in a hurry. There it is. <laughs> That's it, dude. That's a honestly. This is what a, we can make a, a podcast quick, out of that. <laughs> yeah, honestly, let's make the license plate dating game. Yeah, right? everybody send in your license plates, <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna be like license plate number one, <laughs> and see if we can get them to hook if up. License plate number two. <laughs> <laughs> What's your ideal dinner date? When he walks uh, you to the door, is there a kiss on the first date? <laughs> And he's like, I don't know. Uh, that's my license plate impression. Speaking of first kisses, isn't Avatar two out? <laughs> oh yeah, yes. I I'm following now. It is. Avatar. I hear it's like Big Bath and Water or whatever it's called. B- Bed Bath and Avatar. Does it? Is it good or is it like? I hear it's getting like <laughs> lukewarm reviews. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I'm looking at them right now. This is yeah. very lukewarm. What a disappointment for fucking 15 year anyway whatever yeah right anyway, uh, anyway as they approached the abandoned school ho- an abandoned schoolhouse the thorntons saw the same van parked to the side of the building then marie caught a disturbing sight the driver was holding what appeared to be a bloody sheet and walking towards the rear of the schoolhouse that's mary, so although scary sh- yeah mary although shocked was not quite sure what she had just witnessed and as they discussed 
calling the police. <laughs> I'm Ray glad Thor- she said that and she wasn't like, geez, like said the fiddle yeah. <laughs> Geez, someone's uh, murdering people. <laughs> it's like, hey, Mary. <laughs> Mary, we're not playing anymore. <laughs> so uh, they discuss calling the police. Ray Thornton saw an ominous van approaching again in his rear view. Gaining speed rapidly, the same Chevy van they had just seen at the schoolhouse now eerily rode their bumper for the next two miles, inspiring the opening scene of the 2001 horror movie, Jeepers Creepers. So I don't know if you remember the van. Jeepers uh, Creepers. Where did he get those papers? Bed, Bath, Avatar, and Peepers. That's where. So, as the Thorntons worried that the, what the driver pursuing them would do, they turned off the highway just as the van suddenly pulled to the side of the road. To try and obtain the full license plate for the police, Ray Thornton turned his car around and they approached the green van again, which I'd be like, dude, just you just saw him with a bloody thing? Just get out. Yeah. Just peace. I, you know, like... Run but... away. Now, however, the man they had seen driving was now crouched down changing their rear license plate of the van. The Thorntons could also see the van's open front passenger door, and the inside was soaked in blood. Rushing back to the schoolhouse, the couple found the bloody sheet partially stuffed into an animal hole. As they connect, as they contacted the Michigan State Police recounting what they had just witnessed, unbeknownst to them, police were already scouring the area looking for that man and his injured wife. Dennis Henry DePew was born in 1943 in Michigan and remained in his home state as an adult while working as a property assessor. In 1971, he married Marilyn, who became a popular high school counselor in Coldwater. The couple had three children, two girls and a boy, but DePew's paranoid and controlling ways had emerged, wearing Marilyn down. The sullen and withdrawn DePew isolated himself from the family and frequently accused Marilyn of, quote, turning the children against him. So this guy Uh, is not good. Especially, yeah, Uh, she's a popular, what did you say? She's a popular girl. She was a (laughs) popular, no, she wasn't the popular girl in high school. She was a popular high school counselor. Yeah, but that still would technically make her a popular woman in a high school. Okay, Scones is is (laughs) fine. Scones is a lawyer. Yeah, I was going to say, Scones is attorney Scones. So which one, who is Justin Long? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to figure uh, out. This is a one-to-one Jeepers Creepers, right? Justin Law. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it turns out DePew is actually a winged demon who comes and wakes up every, like, 10 years. Or yeah, isn't that what sullen means? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Marilyn files for divorce in 1989, telling her attorney that DePew was trying to control every decision in her life. DePew made no claim on the house following the divorce, but maintained a home office in the garage. Maybe it's a podcast studio, you know? Nah, he'd be the coolest then uh, if that were the case. <laughs> no one's cooler than uh, podcasters. Yeah, that's true. I think we're we were voted coolest fellers. No, shout out on real levels though. Our oh, our true. Spotify wrapped like Yeah, they hit us with that them good stats. And I was yeah, like, holy moly. Our listeners are sick. Spotify. Or our Spotify Stop listeners it. are sick. The rest of you yeah, all the other cherries out. Get on spotify and help it out but yeah i don't know when spotify gonna throw us that exclusive bag spotify come on dude hashtag exclusive everyone tweet spotify hashtag exclusive bags and uh, make sure we're involved like somehow he's mobster <laughs> yeah exclusive bags yeah exclusive bags and i don't know jinko biloba or fatty uh, something 
Yeah, fatty slims. <laughs> it's always the yeah one of those like switcheroos. Anyway, um, one day Marilyn came home to find Depew sitting on the couch in the living room despite her having changed all the locks, which is fucking terrifying. Yep. The couple's divorce was finalized in December 1989, and just five months later, Marilyn would be dead. Ugh. Depew became completely unhinged on Easter Sunday 1990 as he arrived at the family home to pick up two of their children. Their younger daughter, Julie, had refused to go with Depew that day, and as he went inside, he became angry. When their son, Scott, also began stalling... Oh, he became angry when their son, Scott, also began stalling. When Marilyn talked to Depew, his anger increased, and he grabbed her, shouting accusations. Grappling with Marilyn, Depew pushed her down the stairs, and as their horrified children looked on, Depew mercilessly beat her at the bottom of the stairway. So, real bad. Uh, the uh, most horrifying situation. Yeah, awful. Just, just terrible. Uh, so while that's all going on, the eldest daughter, uh, Jennifer, runs to the neighbors to call the police. Hell yeah, Depew. That's yeah. that's. <laughs> look at like her. I feel like in that case, it's really hard not to just become totally frozen and go hide, <laughs> especially right. as a kid. She's like yeah, she, she's, out the window, like <laughs> going to yeah, get the she's cops. Doing, she's doing. She's doing all the things that she should. Uh, Depew left the house with Marilyn seriously injured, telling the children he was taking her to the hospital, but they never arrived. The police had begun a widespread search for both of them. Then the Thorns' encounter with Depew's van and the bloody sheet came to light, making Depew the main target of the police's investigation. Um, hold on. A forensics team sealed off the abandoned schoolhouse crime scene, and the tire tracks at the school matched Depew's van. The evidence strongly indicated Depew killed his ex-wife, which was confirmed the next day, as a highway worker discovered Marilyn's body, shot once in the back of the head, lying near a deserted road. The road was midway between the schoolhouse and her home, according to an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Hey, we brought them up last time, didn't hey. we? Uh, yeah, we did. Which makes sense, because we talk about, about Unsolved Mysteries. That's very true. It's like if there's a show called, like, Weekday Spooky Stories. <laughs> like, yeah, we... <laughs> We do talk about that show a lot. We had made up spooky characters. G. Willikers. Morbo. Oh. Morbo. Oh, can we talk about Morbo yeah. for a second? Yeah, let's see. I got let's, a text yesterday from uh, uh, dude. sometimes host, friend of the program, Jenny. <laughs> my wife. Also my wife. <laughs> yeah. More, and, probably superseding <laughs> the first two titles you gave her, but sure. Gradable. And she said that his name was Borbo. Yeah. Now, I are we both wrong? Her, it's very okay. No, so I said no, it's no, Morbo, no. but it's very possible that we are both wrong. No, I was like, no, I I said the words from my brain, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's Morbo. I'm like, well, I said I was like, no, it's Morbo, and she's like, no, it's Borbo, and I was like, hmm. So then she pulled up an episode, and it was indeed Morbo. <laughs> um. So that's that's that. I love you, honey. <laughs> and uh. Uh, Patreon listeners, you might be getting a little Christmas gift that uh, Morbo Mary Ooh. may not be involved in. That's true. And by Christmas gift, we mean it'll probably get there like on the 30th. Yeah. But, hey, you can't. It's the holidays. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Remember, it's next year's Christmas shirt. <laughs> yeah. The 2023 we, we, Christmas shirt. It just It's just a holiday shirt. It's just so, a like, holiday. Think about it. You could wear it on any holiday. <laughs> Don't let man-made constructs Day. stop you. Don't make some right. guy who's red as a lobster and twice as ugly. And twice as ugly tell you how to live your life, baby. So, 
By then, Dennis DePew was in the wind, a fugitive wanted for murder. The manhunt for Dennis DePew. Over the next several days and weeks, Dennis DePew sent a series of bizarre, rambling letters to friends and family, attempting to justify Marilyn's death. Spoiler alert. You, he didn't. This, you don't justify what you did yeah, there. Yeah, no. That's not a. That's not the move, just from like a logical standpoint. But b. That's also yeah. Not the move it's not like anyone shit. ever killed someone. Who was like, if I take enough time and gather enough evidence, yeah, right. The like, cops will see really... I had to do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. I'll be. Yeah, I'll walk away. They'll high five me, and I'll get out of there. Yeah, it'll be like uh, uh, what's the movie with uh, Creepers? Creepers. Oh, no, Kevin Spacey, and he hobbles and then starts to walk at the end. <gasps> I forget. I don't know. Uh, I thought that too was canceled. Someone's gonna be. Someone's screaming in their car. They're like, "Dude, it's uh, whatever, whatever, dude." Okay, I don't know all the movies all the time. Um. Anyway. Anyway, this guy is off his rocker. <laughs> so totally. Be- Dennis is a is is a not a good guy. No, and uh, clearly so, not so experiencing any kind of reality. Nope. And he so he sends seventeen letters in all, postmarked in Virginia, Iowa, and Oklahoma, in which he ranted over her tricks and lies, writing how he had lost his wife, children, and home, and he was now too old to start over. Dude, this is like which is not oh, just as scary uh, as Jeepers Creepers. They could have done yeah, verbatim this. Yeah, right. And this could have just been like a. Yeah. Oh, by the way, watched yes. a movie over the weekend called Prisoners. <laughs> okay. I never oh, knew it came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 2013 a, movie, but it just came on Netflix. People like that movie a lot. It's they? so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've heard a lot of good things about it. It's on Netflix. I'd check it out, Des. All right. It's very Flash it's forward. very Monday Morning Macabre esque. I like that. There's like a spider and a guy who loves hot cars. Yeah, Dilly's flying, hair gets like back. Fl- yeah, yeah, lobster is yeah, yeah. ugly. Yep, the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. Um. So, on the evening of March 20th, 1991, as the Dallas, Texas woman arrived home, she noted she noted her boyfriend's van sitting in the driveway, unusual because he usually kept it inside the garage. Once inside, her boyfriend, Hank Queen, told her he needed to make an emergency trip home. His mother was very ill. Hank kept an interested eye on the Unsolved Mysteries episode playing on the TV, gathering up his clothes and personal items, asking her to make him some sandwiches for the trip. He deliberately wanted to keep her distracted in the kitchen so that she would not see the show. The second half, which featured a man named Dennis DePew, wanted for the murder of his ex-wife. As Hank said goodbye to her, driving off in his 1984 Chevrolet van, Uh-oh. the woman had a suspiciously weird feeling that she would never see him again. It's incredible Dep- how much people keep from their significant others. <laughs> yeah. Because like, so... there's there was no inkling that this man also, was how... completely insane. Like, yeah, right? Like, How did he manage to get a new lady after... It sounds like he's just completely bonkers, but I don't. Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Dig it out, dig it out. So, um, Depew took off immediately, fearing one of his girlfriend's friends would recognize him from the popular show and drop the dime on him. <laughs> what right. is that a phrase? Uh, apparently, that's a new catchphrase we can add to the drop the dime on him. 
Uh, Dude, imagine being right. some idiot in a Chevy. Getting dimes dropped on you. Getting dimes dropped on you. It sounds like a basketball term. It does. It sounds like he scored like 100 points. He was slacking on his baseline defense and got an absolute dime dropped on him. (laughs) So uh, state and county law enforcement already had the false Texas license plate of DePew's van based on a tip from the show. It took DePew four frantic hours to drive into Louisiana, then across the Mississippi state border. Louisiana state troopers had spotted DePew's van and he led them on a 15-mile high-speed chase, refusing to be pulled over, according to the Associated Press. Across state line, Mississippi authorities lay in wait, alerted by their Louisiana counterparts and the FBI, and that the driver was wanted for murder. When DePew's van blasted through a roadblock, Warren County Mississippi Sheriff's officer shot out both rear tires, which sounds like an action movie. Yeah, that's... Yep. That's good stuff. Um... So Depew shot at the officers' cars, trying to ram them off the road as his van Dude, dragged this along. Van before... is yeah, indestructible. It's... Well, that's why the Jeepers Creepers guy has an indestructible van. I thought you were going to be like, "That's why the good folks at Chevy are a sponsor." <laughs> that's why today I like to talk about Chevy cars. Chevy vans. Um, Chevy, yeah, Chevy. So chips. he throughout all of this, he his van does not have very obvious horrifying. I yeah right like it was covered in blood in the side seat. This this new girlfriend was never like, hey, what's I guess what's I guess that? he kept it in the garage. Maybe she was just like, I have no reason to go out there and look in his van. But I guess I don't know. Check hey, if you've got a boyfriend or girlfriend with a van, just give it a peek. Check the van. Check the van. Check the van. He, he's shooting out the pops. <laughs> it's like a church his, van, dude. <laughs> blow blow out his tires and he comes to a stop. He's like. My life's a movie. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> for real, for real. Um, so they shoot out his tires. Uh, Van Drog dragged along before coming to a forcible stop by officers around 4 a.m. As an officer approached his van, Depew was found dead with the 357 in his left hand and his thumb on the trigger. So, although certainly fancified, the chilling events that kicked off the manhunt for Dennis Depew was immortalized in the tense opening sequence of Jeepers Creepers. I still think that what actually happened is a better movie <laughs> than Jeepers yeah. Creepers. Yeah. but uh, Well, the first Jeepers Creepers has some merit, and then it's just bad, 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 bad. bad. Yeah. But I still think this would have been an so, amazing movie. Not to yeah. Oh, not yeah. to merit anything he did, but like all of it has a lot of cinematic like trope events. Also, if you pull up a picture of this dude, he looks like... He, you know what he looks like? He looks like uh, in uh, uh, um, Men in Black. Um, what's the actor who played the the dude who gets taken over by the alien? Oh, uh, uh, I know what you're talking uh, about the Roach uh, Exterminator. Is it Benicio del Toro? I think it's. I think it is Men in Black cast. Um, I may be so wrong. I forgot Johnny Knoxville's in this movie. Jermaine Clements in Men in Black. Oh, is this like the no? This is not. I didn't know Jermaine Clement was in Men in Black. Who is he? Anyway, I don't know. It doesn't say. Johnny Knoxville was in it. Oh no, it's Vincent D'Onofrio, not not Benicio del Toro. Yeah, uh, so, I think Johnny yeah, Knoxville is yeah, yeah. one of the coffee addicted. Aliens, isn't he? Oh, okay. Oh, like one of the the voices. 
Okay, we're getting off topic. What I'm trying to say is, the guy looks like Vincent D'Onofrio's character. Oh no, no, no. Black, he's not. He's, he's not like... one of the the little guys. He's he's the guy with the head growing out of his his oh, back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, this dude looks like Ugh. Vincent D'Onofrio's. Character. I don't even want to look like at him. Fuck like this guy. Out. It's not. Yeah, it's not good. Wait, are his so, so his kids are still alive, right? That's I would assume. Yikes. Imagine the shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I I I hope they're doing well. Um so that's the uh that's the crazy story of Dennis DePew. Uh shout out to all that's interesting for the article written by Neil Patmore. Um and uh yeah. I Fuck this you know, guy. Jeepers, <laughs> dude, I remember the trailer to Jeepers Creepers scaring me out of seeing a film with my family in like 2007. Or I guess it would have been 2000 like It is a it's <laughs> a really good trailer, I'd say. It, it doesn't. Spooky, spooky it doesn't fully reveal what the monster looks like, or yeah, it's like I, it scared the poop yeah. out of me as a kid. So, so that's uh, that's Dennis DePew and the inspiration for Jeepers Creepers. I hope you guys uh, think up new catchphrases for yourselves and play that play that license plate game. That actually sounds like a solid. Time. It does sound fun. Sounds like a fun game, and uh, you know, follow us on MM Macabre Pod on Twitter, Monday Morning Macabre on Instagram, and check out the website and sign up for the Patreon uh, because you'll be getting those sweet, sweet t-shirt goodies on the Patreon. Do, do, do. Uh, do, 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 and uh, I'm gonna we'll be sending out a. I'm hoping to be able to just do it through Patreon and be like, hey, just write your address and size like in this form or something. Um, and if someone could if write not, it and let me know what escrow means, that'd be great. <laughs> So that's like an account. Um, no, it's. I think it's a scarecrow we'll, we'll that comes with the house. <laughs> <laughs> it means the crow in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it'd be El Crow. <laughs> is Crow? I don't know Spanish. <laughs> this is. Uh, you know what? Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Love you.